You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 61. It's time to unveil your kryptonite. In short, we're going to talk about not crying over spilled milk and how that relates to cutting your losses. This concept is also known as the sunk cost fallacy. After interviewing a boatload of successful entrepreneurs, I have found that the ones that embrace this concept quickly make it their business to succeed. So let's dive into the details and get you to embrace your future opportunities. As you may already know, English is not my first language. And I didn't grow up with sayings like, it's no use crying over spilled milk. The funny thing is, this might have actually been one of the first sayings that I learned and completely fell in love with. So what does this have to do with you, your business, your life, and the sunk cost fallacy? I'll tell you. In many cases, we tend to make decisions in life and business because of an investment we have already made. This investment may dictate the decisions that you make and can even restrict your growth. These can be minor decisions or they can be major decisions. Let's start with the minor choices and I'll even include some real life examples that will exploit my parents. Have you ever purchased a ticket to an event and once this event rolls around and the date starts to get closer, you realize that you can't attend? Maybe you have tickets to a concert, a gala, a sporting event, or perhaps even a movie or an online event. If you've ever found yourself in this situation, you likely toiled over the price of the ticket and weighed out all options before ever even considering not going. I've heard of people missing major family events just to make sure that their tickets did not go to waste. The money that you invested is a sunk cost, your spilled milk. It's essential to recognize that the cost of the tickets will not be regained even if you attend. Now imagine what your choice would be if you had received the tickets for free. The option to walk away from the tickets would most likely be easier. The event is still the same, but you place more importance or value on it because of the sunk cost. I'm a cut your losses kind of girl to a fault. I have no problem walking out of a movie or a theatrical performance if I don't like it. I value my time a lot more than sitting through a miserable film or show. I've noticed that if I really dislike a movie in the first few minutes, I will most likely dislike it all the way through. I prefer to leave a movie and do something else instead. I try to place more value in the fun opportunity that awaits me if I leave than I do in the amount that I spent on the tickets. Now let me tell on my parents. My mom and dad had tickets to a concert and they were going with a large group. They had a fun evening planned, complete with a limo. As luck would have it, my mom started to feel sick a few days before the concert. My dad told my mom it was no big deal, they should skip the show and stay home. My mom wouldn't hear of it. She was focusing on the money they had already spent. They went to the concert, and within five minutes of the show starting, my mom started to feel nauseous, and my dad rushed her out into the hallway where she nearly passed out. With the help of the paramedics, they brought her to the first aid area. A few minutes later, their whole party joined my parents in the first aid room, and they too insisted on staying with my mom until she felt better. 
Somehow my dad convinced them to go back to watch the show, and my parents spent the entire concert with the paramedics. In retrospect, it makes all the sense in the world to stay home if you feel sick, but it's the investment that you made that keeps you from freely making that choice. I know it might sting a little to purchase a ticket to an event and then know that no one got to enjoy it, but maybe things happen for a reason, and whatever it is, that interruption might carry more value. If you run a small business, it's a great time to take a look at your giveaways. It's a lot easier to skip an event if it's free. It's a lot easier to never read through a guide if it was a giveaway. I do believe you need to have freebies and lead magnets. And for product-based businesses, it's nice to add something extra with each order. But consider what it is that you're giving away and if it devalues the items that you charge for. Let me share another example about freebies. Justin and I got free tickets to see Xanadu many moons ago. I didn't know this was a movie turned musical or something like that. Anywho, we went to the show expecting a great musical. All I can say is that I could not for the life of me enjoy it. It was so awful and at intermission we made a mad dash for the door. Okay, truth be told, we sat and discussed what we should do because we felt terrible leaving, but I knew I would feel even worse staying. So we decided to let the show go on behind closed doors as we stayed in the lobby and enjoyed an adult beverage. I placed more value on the time slash date night than I did on the price of the tickets. You know we've had some talks about branding. Although it can feel overwhelming or even confusing, using a tool like Canva makes this necessity a breeze. You can create and save your color schemes so that all of your promotions and posts have a cohesive look. Everything is drag and drop. What can be better than that? You can try Canva for free and enjoy 200,000 free photos to use for your campaigns, or you could try Canva Pro and create GIFs, use your own fonts, create unlimited folders for your designs, and honestly, there are a ton of other amazing features. Take the hard work out of creating your posts with Canva. I'll have the link for you in the show notes to get started for free today. Now back to the show. I know that making the decision was also easier because it was not me that had paid for those tickets, but had I gone back to the person that gifted us these tickets and said that it was a terrible show, they probably would have said you should have left. So going back to your giveaways and freebies, consider what you're giving away and what you're getting in return. I'm seeing more and more business owners charge a small fee for others to attend their online coaching week. What used to be free suddenly has greater value. Even if it's just a $10 investment, I'm pretty sure people will show up because you're charging for it. I think you'll find your turnout will be much greater. Now let's look at some more significant decisions you might be facing, but you find it hard to make them because of time or money invested. The one that I have commonly heard in my interviews is fear of walking away from a career that you've not only invested time into, but you may have paid a small fortune for your education, and now you feel stuck. If this is where you find yourself, I believe the best solution is to continue exploring things that you like and enjoy. The best case scenario would be to start a side hustle and eventually turn that into your profession. I know it's not always easy to do, but it has been done. It will require burning the candle on both ends, but if you're that miserable, you will do whatever it takes. If you could put aside the sunk cost of time and money, you will feel free to pursue another path. As long as you continue to see your current situation as your only option, you will never look for other opportunities. 
I would love to see you thrive in your future career rather than be miserable for the choices and path that you chose when you were just out of high school. Have you ever made a business decision that you regretted right away or maybe just a few months later? Sometimes we know we should cut our losses and move on, but in reality, we tend to stick with a bad decision for the sake of not admitting our failure. This can lead to more time and more money lost. A simple example is when we decide to purchase a gym membership and after the novelty wears off, we stop going to the gym. Yet, we don't cancel the membership. It's easy to feel embarrassed that you made a public proclamation of your new healthy goals and a month later, you were ready to quit. The guilt and shame that we try to avoid keeps us in a situation that we're better off leaving. We can easily make this mistake in business when we launch a new product without testing the market. When your new product is a flop, it's better to stop production, focus on your money makers, do more research, and then try again. Since some cost is something that we cannot get back, why not put stock in your future happiness? It gets easier with practice and practicing this often will put things into perspective. You'll make fewer impulsive decisions, value the present and possible future happiness more than your past failures. And if you take this into your personal life, you'll see a lot of growth there too. And don't forget that failures are really just lessons. These personal life choices could be a whole other show, but let's just touch on one thing that I'm sure we can relate to. To wrap it up and really make this personal, I would like for you to think of the items in your closet. Do you have anything in your closet that you do not wear, but you paid a lot of money for it so you keep it? It's been in your closet year after year times 10 and you still refuse to give it away. I think this illustrates the problem of having a strong attachment to past purchases. I know I felt 10 pounds lighter when I went through my closet and only kept the bare minimum. But like everything else in life, it's been a while now and I need to revisit and reassess what I don't wear anymore. So I want you to keep this example in mind when you feel the weight of a past purchase or investment. It's completely normal to outgrow our decisions, change, and pivot. And in doing so, we learn to accept new opportunities. And that, my friend, is how we grow. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job 